Warning, please do not be offended by any content from this audio transmission. The hosts and guests are not professionals in any field of scientific, mathematic, or any other educated background. We will get facts wrong, divulge too much information, awkwardly approach subjects, and make fools of ourselves. Enjoy the show. You're going to shit yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> nice IROC, bro. I, yeah, for real. It wasn't IROC, but I did have teeth. <laughs> you just paint marked an IROC on the side of it. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend said, uh, make sure you don't shit yourself when you go up to the mountains. <laughs> we're like, we're going to start doing reads for random shit until we get cease and desist or Yeah, right, yeah. You know I mean, part of being a higher being is that, like, you realize, like, you're definitely not supposed to shank your neighbor. It's the Wu-Tang Clan of Podcasts. You're now listening to Shit Get Deep. From the western basin of Lake Erie, we bring to you an elaborate mess of drunken shit talk, ingenious bad ideas, and offensive subject matter. We proudly present to you Shit Gets Deep. It's all. Mr. Tana, what's going on? Party people. Party people. <laughs> you know what's going on. I do know what's going on. You're what's going on, homie. So. Good to be in the saddle. Yeah, man. Fuck off. Back on for a ride. <laughs> uh, I didn't say back. <laughs> you just said in the saddle. <laughs> said it's good to be in it. Yep, yep. So. We are back at it here once again. Shit gets deep in the house after what feels like another lengthy break. Yeah, it has been. Well, sort of. <laughs> we Not skip a, episodes. We well, do doubles. No, no, sometimes. There, there was there was some holidays in between. And, yeah, you know. <clears throat> However, when I sit down, it feels like it's been a while. It's like, man, it feels good to be back. Yeah. Well, we skip one week, and that's what happens. Yeah, it feels like a month. Yes, it do. So, um. What's been good? Nothing, man. Nothing everything and, and nothing. nothing and everything all at once. Yeah, yeah. I, I got zero complaints. Amen. No, no I, I, I didn't win anything or like nothing. Me <laughs> like, either. <laughs> I, as, well, I take that back. I won a poker game. Okay, uh, there you go. But with the wife and kids, which is always, uh, you know, you walk around. And Was it for real money? It's always for real money. Hell That's the yeah. only way to get them play for real, like seriously. <laughs> Be like... You guys can make money. <laughs> well, we start. Yeah, all right. So we started off with a total friendly, like just chip play. And I was like, you really went like you really went in with an eight three offsuit <laughs> and you called those bets that I was making with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next time I was like, hey, guys, would you go get five bucks out of your piggy banks? They're like, what? And I'm like, winner takes fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Now it's on. dude. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, let's play for real, for real. Usually. I'd figure they'd be like, well, I don't no, know. No, nope. it became money. They were like, I could get money. It Fuck became <laughs> very, very serious as soon as that. So much so that when the um, the wife sat down to join us in a game after we had played a few times, yeah, she's like catching some bets from them where she's like, who are these people <laughs> and where did they come from? <laughs> there was a couple times like where Marilyn was in a hand with me, yeah, and like after it's over, she's literally like, I have to see what you had to my daughter. <laughs> Like, like what, you know, that what, normally did, doesn't happen. Right? Yeah, because I, I was like, I fold. Like, I don't want anything of business with what you got going on over there. Right. It, real aggressive betting. I'm like, she's got to have something, right? And she looked at her cards and looked at me, and she goes, your daughter is a psychopath. Ah. <laughs> I was nice, like, either dude. that or she's good at poker. Holy shit. You know? Wow, interesting. So, it, yeah, it's been, 
It's really fun because they they knew how to play poker. They played with their grandpa. And they yeah, yeah. Dealer's choice, and they got a quarter can, you know. And there you go. They go, you know. It's they love playing. It. And so I thought to myself, well, I want to play some real poker. They know the order of hands. That's all that's important, right? And then I was like, if I could teach them this betting structure, which is super simple, we'll be off to the races. Yeah. And within probably you were looking to get rich, it didn't happen. Did no, it? no, no. It's not even that. <laughs> I actually take more. Um, I like them winning a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I, I play riskier with them anyhow, just to you know, well, just to sure. move chips around and make it exciting. But show them what not to do in a real match. Well, it's not <laughs> only that. I'll play serious with them here and there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong. I'm playing serious. You know, trying to trying to win a lot of times. But like, now, do you normally let your to... kids win at shit? Like you give them a little bit of no. I saw a meme about it the other day too. Dude, I'm kind of street so tough hard. on that shit sometimes. It said, uh, <laughs> "How are little kids gonna ask me to like race them or whatever?" And then after you whoop their ass, be upset about it. It's like like you didn't know it was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But that's I will I, I'll let them. <laughs> it's like I'll let them have some victories. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we started playing chess too not that long ago, where both of them want to sit down and play. Which I love, you know, like anytime you could play play like a real game with with somebody. Well, uh, as opposed to like say we were playing, you know, like on the TV, you know, like GTA or something. A game of strategy where you sure. have to think smart, about what you're doing game. and make your moves ahead of time, kind of. Not that those aren't. That's some crazy hand eye coordination type of stuff. I just, I, but I like stuff that makes you, like like you said chess, dude. Yeah. That that's you're thinking ahead of sure. You know, three moves ahead if you can. Yep. You know, the interesting thing about um, playing poker and how fast they took to be playing real, like not, yeah, not like just messing around, um, is that you start to see like their how do they start picking away? Like, what's their strategy to be able to bluff on you? Right. Because right. it like poker, there's it's so loose. Like, yeah, I y- can I can literally get dealt three seven. And play it like I've got kings and just win from how I'm betting in some situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And watching them realize that, like the other the other night, both the kids went out and then it's me and the wife heads up and he's watching our hands as we're playing them. Okay. And he watched me basically play a two five. He got some insider trading info there. Well, we we, <laughs> we show our cards amongst the family a lot. Yeah. That way, because they're learning. Do you know what I mean? I said, but if you're playing out, I said, don't ever show anybody anything, and I'll do it to them sometimes. Where I'm like, nope, you got to pay to see it. Yeah, you want to yep. see it, you got to pay. I bet those chips. Hell yeah! But it's it's really cool because it's fun. It's like a fun, um, like character building exercise. Yeah, really. Yeah. Like when it- well, because like the whole betting thing, like you can't show people what you're going for. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very straight faced or just like all over the place to where you're. Or both, like that's what I told him. I was like, "You got to be, you got to play fast sometimes, and then know when to slow it down." Yeah, and just take say, say like you won two or three in a row, and maybe you got lucky on one of them. Which he, I call him the River Master because that motherfucker catches the last <laughs> card. Like, I'm not kidding you. He's just paddling down that river, yeah, bro. <laughs> he's like, and I'm like, listen, that doesn't happen all the time. You have to understand. Yeah, like, yeah. You're the take, odds of that happening. I was like, you, it, that won't continue because you're going to take some hits if you yep. think that's always going to happen. That being said, Rivermon. Hey. That being said, um, <laughs> like <clears throat> when when um, you know he like you're playing playing hands, you know, and you're watching watching him. 
it's 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 wild to like see their strategy when yeah, it comes down yeah. to it. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to you know, it's hard to get back to So they're um, not just like all in on every fucking hand nope. for okay. Nope. They they've got some uh Yeah. For well like for five bucks I'll put like twenty five hundred in chips. So okay. we got some time to play just based upon it. You know what I mean? Gotcha, yeah. You're basically playing a tournament until somebody has all the chips. Yeah, see I never got too much into poker. Mm-hmm. Uh a little bit, like I, I can play, but I never got like super deep into it to where I'd be like legitly competitive. I don't think I'm not you good know? either. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm just, and I know it's a, a mindset, but I'm just not lucky. Do you know what I'm saying? Man. Keep saying that, huh? Uh, Keep saying that shit. Yeah. See what happens. Well, I just, it's like, it's, no, no luck at all. It's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's a it's hard. It like no matter how you know much I think I am, I just take a beating if I think it. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, you know, easy. But like, for example, well, when I said with him before, well, I'll get back to it because I got a little tangent. Was I'll tell him when I said you got to play both. Sometimes you catch a few hands, like keep playing. For some reason, poker goes in streaks. Yeah, yeah. And so, but I said, however, at a certain point, after you lose one or lose two, and you're like, oh shit, it's like craps, dude. Now you go to <laughs> I only play premium hands here for a little bit. King, yeah, kings, queens, ace, king. You're like some type of strategy just to take a break. Yeah, because here's the deal: if you don't, then you keep just donating little bits and of your chips when you could just fold till you did have right. a premium hand. And it's like you got to ride that if, wave when you're even on if it. you lose that premium hand, you're not going to feel bad about playing kings. So it's mm-hmm. a, it is really a kind of a, a thing that goes in waves when you're playing it. Yeah, but well, that's like craps. Yeah. Ride that wave because it, it'll it'll when it dries up, it's, it's gonna ebb and it's gonna yeah. flow. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen a couple really good like movie worthy, like craps rolls. Yeah. Um. At two, at one. At I know. S- I know about the one out in the Vegas one was good. Yeah. But yeah. there there was another one that happened up at the at the casino up in the Sioux. Okay. Um. Like when we go up there. For, that's right. We go up there for family uh gatherings and stuff like that. Oh, that yeah. dude. There was one there that was epic, <laughs> epic. Hell yeah! Last it, the the thing about that one is it lasted forever. A dude got kicked That's off just the table. Fucking nuts, dude! Yeah. Dude got kicked off the table. Right? He was drunk and he was angry. And, right? Um, guy told him to stop throwing the dice on the inside like three times. He oh, kept throwing okay. them on the inside, and uh, he told him. He said, "You're gonna have to get you." You know, he made a big scene about it and leaves. So. Boom, you know. In comes next player. In comes next player. Loud, boisterous, huge boobs. That's who you want. <laughs> fun lady, right? Rolls for 45 minutes straight. Winner, 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 wow. winner. We are howling, dude. Jesus. Table is screaming. Damn. It's a blast, right? And finally, after we're all way up. Everybody's losing their voices and shit. Yeah, she craps out, right? <laughs> yeah, In- inevitably. Yeah, but like I said, forty-five minutes—that's a crazy roll, dude. That, s- that's a fun game when you can actually get in a situation like that. For Not sure. Obviously, that's extreme, but it only happens every once. Just in a like while. a little, just a small. But you can run feel sweet, the man. electricity at the table. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly enough, since that guy had gotten kicked out, yeah, the 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 handler guy in the middle says, "Now we're." Folks, we're at an extremely um, rare situation at this table right now. He goes, we've all been having fun. Running out of chips, eh? Uh, no. No? Oh, no, no. They're good. He goes, uh, the fact uh, that here that I have to point out, and it's only fair to say, since that role was a 
um, what I forget what he called it, like a conceited role or whatever, where yeah. he had to give it up and leave. Right. He goes, ma'am, it's still your role. She was rolling his role for 45 minutes. Oh, now shit. Now she gets the dice back, and we start winning again. Holy fuck, dude. That's dude, it wild. was so badass. She's like, really? <laughs> I got to do it again? And he's like, yep, you get to do it again. Because that's fucking dope. The first roll, he was like, "It's that was his turn. You just were." Oh, he just handed the dice. Well, over. no, they kicked him out. So since oh. he was removed from the table, oh, the dice oh, was oh. forcibly moved to the wow. next person. However, she was rolling his dice. That's still his. Dude, he hadn't crapped out, so his number was still on the table. And you know what I mean? All the bets were yeah, still yeah, out. yeah. Everything so was still standing. His yeah. roll, right? Wow, dude. So then that's after dope. she crapped out forever. She was like, it's really still my role? And he's like, yep. And she starts rolling and just starts winning again. Dude, how fucking lucky oh, are dude, you? Huh? It was so much fun. <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong. This wasn't like a heavy hitter table. Like I don't, I made a, you know, probably a couple hundred bucks. And still. That, like, but it was just That's so fun. Much, it was so much fun. It's funner than losing a couple yeah, hundo. I know that. It is, yeah. <laughs> Pay for the room? Yeah. Yeah, man. No, that's that's good. That's good. I like that. No doubt. That that's a that's a good feeling story right there. It is a good feeling story. So yeah, nothing nothing new on my end. Just a uh, standard issue crunch time for winter festivities. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, we could use some sponsors though. Sponsors. We got any of that shit? You got any Wu Tang shit? What you got? Well, I'm a sire. Set the microphone on fire. fire. Rap style, very carry like Mariah. Mariah. Hell yes, yeah. I was uh gonna say that our first sponsor, ironically enough, is ChessUSA.com. <laughs> Celebrating forty years of business, you can shop chess sets. Exact um, America's largest chess chess store. Damn, you're you're tripping over here, huh? A little bit, a little, little bit, triply. Um, they have. Everything you're gonna need chess related. Three over three thousand game items, and you can shop online today. So I'm talking regular chess sets, traditional Staunton chess sets, theme chess sets, magnetic chess, folding chess sets, tournament chess sets. They even got marble. Missionary got, chess sets. They got it all, bro. Anal chess sets. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know if they have one of those. Let me check. <laughs> Yep, Every that's style in the, you need. That's in the naughty section. So <laughs> go to chessusa.com for all your chess needs. And, of course, we're brought to you by the king of all sponsors, Luxby Day. Go to Amazon. Get, no, I'm sorry. Don't go to Amazon. But they are Amazon's top choice. Go to luxbyday.com, and you can shop and use the code LUXALLY80 to get yourself 10% off and free shipping within the United States. So, folks, we're literally talking about 35 bucks. To come home with a swampy, itchy little leather Cheerio and get on top of that thing and blast that leather Cheerio straight back to a nice, clean little dirt whistle. No more crusty booty hole. That's right. <laughs> so, go on, get yourself a Luxby Day. Damn it, Joshua gives them seven stars. They're always up there in the top ten lists of the most affordable and bang for your buck bidets. And they even got the Cadillac bidets like that. ES850. It's got the heated seat, the heated spray. Sitting on Vogue. Heated air dryer. Yeah. Rolling in on the mayonnaise and mustard. Mayo and mustards. You know? So go out and get yourself a Luxby Day. Live that Luxby Day life. Rose Gold, too. They got the Rose Gold yeah. for the ladies' month. There you go, man. I bet it's a 185 with get, that front wash. Get that crotch shot with the fucking Rose Gold. The, the crotch <laughs> crotch That's a special one. 
Hell yes. And with the rose gold, I think you're supporting some sort of a charity. So okay. you can even feel good about it Dope. while you're spraying on your little dirty balloon knot. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right? Yes, sir. So that's who we got today. I like it. Live that Luxby Day life. So we are going to get into some some fun stuff. Uh, Super fun. A little bit of, I don't know, a uh, little bit of philosophy little bit of uh, cognitive thinking. A little bit of mysticism. Some mysticism, some uh, some religious uh, comparative things. There, uh, dude, the the <laughs> realm scope, of... Scope is wide, bro. The realm of this, this particular fella we're going to be talking about today is... Uh, it, it carries a wide swath yep. of thought, experimental things period and yeah, out of the box thinking cognitive thinking like yeah. i could only wish to be as articulate and as the the dude's well fucking see, spoken see things the way he sees them though just the way he compares things and yeah compare and contrast and the just his delivery yep like everything about the dude well, first of all, his fucking his voice stellar. Yeah, dude, it, it'll is comforting to listen to. It'll calm the you the fuck down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're talking Alan Watts today, Mister Watts, Mister Watts. Anybody that's not familiar, you can look him up anywhere. There's lectures. There's luckily for us, billions of fucking this guy things. existed in a time where we got pretty much his entire body of work. Recorded. Either written down or recorded. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, man. Upwards of 400 plus talks, lectures, whatever you'd like to call them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which is hours and hours, you know, two hour, two hour lectures, you know. Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't really call them a lecture. It's more just a conversation almost. But it's a, a talk of sorts. It's a thought-provoking talk pretty what's, much what's really interesting it's basically a ted talk as For we sure. have today yeah however 1950s 60s 70s he, ted talk he passed a little too early probably yeah he was in young. his 50s yeah like well late 50s going you know i think he was 58 maybe something like that um and just you can put on relatively almost every single thing that he spoke about yeah and he could have just been here and said it yesterday well dude that's you know this relative kind of ness to his the the things he was talking about back then are still relative today in they may even be more relevant today correct just in I'm, i'm talking like specifically like the scientific area yes where he's talking about you know like unified field theory and things of like quantum and just like scientific end of shit yeah the things he was talking about were kind of taboo back then because it we braided everything all together it, but it was uh for him to be correct on most of the shit he spoke about is pretty wild man it because like his rate of being correct on shit is is like 98 percent. well like the like the Inception um, snippet that everybody like, I'm not I, even familiar I, with that. Um, there's a there's a 
there's a snippet. It was done probably in the early, late 60s, early 70s. Okay. Where he's talking about, basically he lays down, what if you had in your pocket something that could give you anything you want? Basically in Aladdin's lamp. Okay. What would you do? It's like you would you would become God. You would, because you if you know everything that's going to happen, and you he's like, yeah, now yeah. you're essentially God, right? So he basically, but the way he lays it out is, it's basically he describes Incept, the movie Inception. All right. Which is a dream within a dream within a dream. Within yeah. A, and that's what he's kind of laying out there. He's like, because what, what you would do is like you would do this, you know, you would be a fucking superhero for a while, and you get bored, and then you would, you know, live a the most artful life you could live, and then you would be bored, and then you would start wars, and then you would be bored with that. Yeah. yeah. Then you would do, you know, do you would go on to a different kind of existence where you would do this. Dude, God's hard work, bro. But but here's the thing: <laughs> what he's saying is, he's like, until you realize that at the end of all of this comes to the one point where you basically go farther and farther out until you don't even know you're going to wake up where you say what if i dream a dream where you know 75 years worth of time sense happens over the course of a night's sleep where you live out this whole yeah lifetime to where you finally you really think your perception of it is that it's real feels like it's fucking forever yeah i mean that's a lifetime and he says probably what we're doing (laughs) he says exactly that he's like and then what happens yeah then you find yourself with me sitting in this room Mm -hmm. having this discussion realizing that that's what you're doing right now yeah man no it's like that's the the depth of this fucking dude is so wild because He's one of the only people to have the credentials to be able to talk about it with any sort of meaning. Yeah. Because he's very Eastern, you know, religion-based. Oh, yeah. You know, Zen, he was basically started, you know, practicing Buddhism at like 14 or 15. He was super young, yeah. He was like a, the president of this club that like wrote all the stuff down and shit, like... He really took off early and just started like completely exploring everything and yeah. tra- traveling and seeing and all, all that kind of shit, which is wild. They, like, but then goes on and becomes an ordained like Episcopalian minister. No, oh, no shit, I didn't know that. Oh, he yeah. like that was while he also went and got like these crazy, like you said, like scientific degrees. Yeah, of yeah. like. Like wild, wild, like you know, reality. Uh, you know, like it's not quantum physics and stuff like that. But like, I, I, I'd have to look it up to find out what his degrees were. But it was like that stuff that was completely the complete opposite of like what religion or you know the philosophical side is about. Is the total nuts and bolts stuff. Correct. Of what is going on. That's the exact reason why. I love the this dude's body of work and what he's done is because he is absolutely 110% always in the middle looking at every side. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. He's looking cuz he's always comparing. Well, maybe okay. Well, I'm, I'll say this. I think he leans 
from I think he leans coming from the eastern way than what the but he You're you're talking different than what I'm trying okay, to explain. Okay. His he has the ability to speak on everything. He like he's like the mediator. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He's in the middle of like I can see the point of this and also same subject matter, I can see the point of why they're doing that. Sure. And two different things and he he has he's very eloquent at the way he he gives you examples. Yeah. That's that's one of the things I fucking love the most is his explanation. He dumbs it down for stupid people like me to understand and exactly. comprehend. Yeah. You know? And that that's like one of the it's most in a very digestible form. That's it. Yeah. You absolutely. I mean? Like it's there's no like trying to figure stuff out. Yep. It's it's stated so simply and so eloquently. That you can't but feel exactly what he's talking about. Every time, I'm just like, huh, that's a goddamn great example. And you know what? <laughs> and it's, it, what the interesting thing like, about oh. it I've really realized after listening to tons and tons and tons of him talking is there's never a point in time really where he is saying, this is what's going on. This is good. What's this? He he is more like posing the question. That's, what that's exactly What if we it. were doing this? Or what if we were doing this? Wouldn't it be interesting to compare and contrast the two of those? But what it, one of the things, so let's just say here, if you're listening and you've, you've never heard of Alan Watts, you never even heard his name, do yourself a favor right now, press pause, go to YouTube, and just a million people have done an incredible job of taking a five-minute clip of one of Watts' lectures where he says something super profound and they put it to a little, you know, like coolly oh. edited video with clouds and shit and yeah. a really nice, some ambient, like, ambient yeah. trippy type trip hoppy shit behind it. All of you, bravo. Like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Bravo. Yeah. Some of, like, I just let them go on, like, um, you know, like shuffle basically. Yeah. Yeah. And listen to little snippets and stuff. And I've been more inspired by some of those than I have been by anything in my entire, like, I've like, I'm not gonna lie. Watts, just the thought of what he's talking about, has quite literally changed who I am as a person. Yeah, man. Um, There's a lot of perspective that's been laid out there for me that I I wouldn't have had without yeah, and experiencing that. Yeah, uh, like you said, calming voice, whatever. He is like audio Valium. Like you can mm-hmm. turn him on, and like I've been. He makes you see that like you don't you don't let your mind rest enough. Like you don't just think about nothing ever. Like you're always thinking about something. You're tripping on like yep. and he like he will lay something like that down where you're like, You're right, I don't just spend time to just like be quiet every once in a while. And and yeah, like yeah. you can just like like in the crazy wild fast paced world we live in to just take ten minutes of time to just kinda sit down and breathe deeply and like dude this mm-hmm. we're talking about a guy who was like like meditating and stuff from that point in time where he really got into all the books that he read and all that kind of stuff yeah he like i don't know if he fell into it on accident and just became you know those 10,000 hours that people always talk about happen real quick with him where he just spent his whole time yeah but like well if dude you think about he... Yeah, he put in the fucking work because that's sure. literally all that dude did his entire life was think about things. Sure. 
and he was his own moderator, like, no, this, yeah, this, well, that's kind of like this, so blah, blah, blah. And the retention of all of his fucking wisdom is fucking crazy because... Yeah. Like me, dude, I'll read something and I'll fucking lose it two seconds later. Like, my retention is not great. It's impressive. It's very impressive. And when you, like... Because you listen, I've listened to somewhere, you're like, oh, this is a, a this bit, kind of, if you want to say it like mm-hmm. that. Because it's like talk, or he'll get into this kind of groove where, you know, it goes into- His flow state. T- yeah, well, you can tell, like, he'll go into, like, something that he's talked about before, and this is how he explains it, and this- Cruise control you'll see, Yeah, of. right? You'll see, and you hear the same bits here and there throughout his- you know the the lectures or talks that he gives. You can't write new bits every show, no, no, man. You I know, no, no, saying? no. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. Very interestingly, though, um, those are like the heavy hitters. Those are the ones that. Do you know what I mean? Like he just figured out how to put it best, how to portray it. Yeah, yeah. and it just it comes up a lot. Yeah. where it's the thing now. I, like I'm saying, I would. I'm not gonna like say that Alan Watts is one of the most influential people on my life, but. I do, I dude. I don't know. Love, man. Well, I guess maybe how I see things. He's very influential, but I would say that, um, like, the the interesting thing about Watts is, like I said, there's a lot of people who don't even know who he is. So there's well, that's that. why we're doing this right now. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to get more people to listen yeah. to him. And like, if you like, if you're ever feeling down, listen to a little bit of Watts. You'll Absolutely. feel up. Fucking Lully. You'll feel even when he's talking about super dark shit he can still make you feel up about it because when you look at it, one of the questions that I've heard him ask like a hundred times talking to crowds is he says, um, or not a question, but saying basically something that you need to think about a lot, spend a lot of time thinking about, do you, what do you think about dying and think about what's going to happen after you die Mm -hmm. or think about, and like, once you think about it long enough, you're going to realize, like, you have to come to the fact that sometime, at some point, you're going to fall asleep and never wake up. Inevitable. Period. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like, but then, like, he goes through a little bit of, like, you know, talking like talking about it and explaining the, the mindset that you kind of should, maybe you should look at it like this, or maybe you should look at it like this. But then he'll say, you also have to take time to consider that at some point, you woke up from having not existed. So what was that? What was that like? That's what I'm fucking talking about, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He goes, and it's because we like call that. that being born. He said, because at some point you have to, in order to be able to accept this. Something happened to get here to begin with. You have to accept that as right. well because that's as crazy as this. So why are you fearing what this is? This will never happen when again? You, when you, hey. You know, this is just your one shot. Yeah. Come and, from nothing. And then interestingly leave with enough, nothing. he'll say <laughs> the three other ways like that you can think about it afterwards. Yeah. So he'll be like, or, you know, you could say like maybe this, this, and this. But the crazy thing is, is usually the first time you hear him, you're like, why didn't I ever see it like that? Mm-hmm. And he always has, uh, this is the part that I like. And I think in all honesty, that's why I'm so obsessed with like religion and religious study and stuff like that. Um, he always gives a a perspective of say the Zen way or the the Taoism way or the Buddhist way, Hindu way, Christian way of thought when it comes to certain matters, certain subjects. 
and he's he's just very the points that he make makes on these things are just fucking crystal clear. It's like, yeah, how, like how do you even think of this shit to compare in the first place? But to to make like every time I listen or read something by him, it fucking I have to stop. Right. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like I have to stop and sit and think about it because like literally if you're just reading, reading, reading and keep reading, you're not digesting it and there's no point in even taking it in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like to sit back and think, I think that Yeah, would you gotta make, let it rattle around a little that bit. That would make him more impressed than any anything than somebody just fucking blasting through his book in, right. you know, two days. Or yeah, whatever, you know. Absolutely. Side note, I didn't even fucking realize this. Uh one of my first books on Zen was The Way of Zen by Alan Watts. I didn't really? even know who fucking Alan Watts was. You just read the book. Uh I was yeah, I was thinking about it earlier. My I got a couple tattoos on my arms that were Chinese ins- inscriptions from that book. Mm-hmm. Not even realizing it until today. It was Alan Watts. <laughs> yeah, dude. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. So um, now, are we are we just gonna like just suck Alan Watts's dick the whole time, or do we are we gonna mention like that he had his demons as well, just like anybody else? Oh, like, dude, I, we can go down what the fuck ever avenue you want. I'm just uh, well, no, my, my deal is this: like, I think uh, the the reason that I think I am like like you, like you just said earlier, man. Every wave. Well, here's the deal. Has the fucking I was the swell and the fucking completely non-related to this. I heard somebody having a conversation the other day about how like even the most you know highly regarded people have always still like I they were basically talking even the most highly regarded men were pussy hounds is what they were basically oh, saying. Oh yeah, um, like Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, like, yeah. like they like it's you know the stories are all well known about all these people who like. However, if we were one to, vice or, or another, the reason yeah. they were talking about it was like those dudes today would be immediately canceled. Like they, you know sure. what I mean? Like they wouldn't even yeah. have a chance. So, but what they were saying was, net, in you know, long and short is not everybody's perfect is what they were saying. Right when they were saying that, and it very much so in that case is the case of Alan Watts. Like, you know, basically, alcohol took over his life a lot. Like. They talk about how he could, dude. He could be literally like smashed, hammered, drunk. See, I don't know much to... about his history. So he, but um, to me, outside of looking in, you would figure that you need to be fairly clear-headed to fucking have profound thoughts like this dude was fucking throwing out yeah, the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't get like him without doing that. But here's the deal, like, you know. Late so, as, okay, so as it went on, so he had a wife. And a couple kids, I think. See, I figured he was probably and then, a single dude and just thought all day. <laughs> like the thinking man. <laughs> fell in love with another lady and left them and had maybe had a bunch of more kids with her. I'm I don't I'm not gonna give you like awesome details, but I know he like know like some of his kids were like he was, you know, he was a good dad and this and that. But he like you could tell he had like his demons. Yeah. Yeah. About it because like I get I, I I don't want to like put words in his mouth, but one of the things that they would say or he said or something was that like he likes it more when he's been drinking because it makes him it easier to deal with the past or something like that. Mm. 
So he, you, you know, he probably carried it around. But like, ha- I think he was married three times. Okay. Um, like the first one, you know, like was with him through the time he was like, I think going to seminary and in Chicago. He was in, living in Chicago at, at this point in time, and All then right. he fell in love with his other chick, and that's when he moved to San Francisco. And he was basically like the Beat Generations, like he basic that he oh, started he's in the the Beatnik movement. Well, he too? started kind of like um. Like he experimented with psychedelics and stuff uh, at that point yeah. in time, and really kind of explored the, even the the because you know he's all about the mind and oh, the yeah. expansion of and what is it, and like he basically like kind of did a lot of ex, like experimenting to see that versus this, and would you know talk about it or whatever. I've just never looked into his his history or his. Uh, I've, I've just read his stuff and listened to his stuff yeah well i for the most part you know what i'm saying i didn't know too much outside of that realm right i um i don't either but i do well, like you're I, bringing stuff to light i, I would i did know that he, the opposite i of. did know that he like passed away early and they kind of semi blamed it on alcoholism like oh, playing okay. a part in it um hmm. now and like i said he died before he was 60 and He's smoking that pipe too much, bro. Um, (laughs) All intellectuals do, though, I guess. I don't think he stuck with doing, like, the psychedelics heavy and stuff like that. I think it was... He dabbled uh, more so. Yeah, but I think, like, it's... I think it definitely, like, drug drug use and um, alcohol played a role in, like, the, the later on. But like I was saying, that's what they were... Like, they would say that he could be pretty hammered, but then, like, walk in front of this podium and start talking and just be fucking on, in the groove, yeah, on ice skates, just <laughs> cruise. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And that was, I I think it was his daughter, like, in a documentary, was talking about that, like, how, yeah, he, you know, like, yes, he definitely drank too much and this and that. Hmm. And he, she was like, but when he turned that on and walked into that, she was like, it didn't matter. It was... Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? It was like ODB at a fucking bar. Put yeah. a quarter in that motherfucker, turn him on. <laughs> right. <laughs> watch the most amazing freestyle you've ever seen. Yep. And yep. watch him slump back down into not being able to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, you know, I don't think he was like that, but I think some you know, people, yeah, man, some people little, can do that. A little tuned up and, mm-hmm. you know. But the fact of the matter is, like you said, it doesn't matter what he was, the, the, the like the the meat and potatoes of what he was talking about is just so important because it's not like he's not preaching in any way he's not no. trying to sway you one way or another it's 100% he's saying hey let's let's think about this yeah do you know what i mean like let's things that make you go hmm. well not only let's think about this <laughs> let's consider all of these things while we're thinking about this and it was from such a like a like you said like a this multifaceted um, you know, like he was dipping his toes in of, everything. Yeah, a bunch of like information that he had this like this this backpack full of like you know definitely Buddhism. Yeah, you know yeah. Hinduism, East very Eastern based philosophy. Yep, and that, then and then Christianity also becomes an Episcopal minister. Right, um, and also battles the whole time he's doing all this. He's battling back and forth with. The fact that, hey, I don't really subscribe. Like, I don't think I really subscribe to much of this, but he, I believe it's, yeah. you know, I think he believed it was important to gain that, you know, that viewpoint. 
to well, where he could come. I think you know, able to speak eloquently on both. Maybe he he did the fucking groundwork that he had to do to come up with what he was talking about. I gotta look up what his degrees were. Um, because I can look it up. Um, or if you're already firing up here, uh, he he laid down all the groundwork. He went to school for said things. He he wanted to be educated in every realm he knew possible, just to better outthink himself on all of his fucking these you know matters trivial matters or you know life-changing matters period right he he did all the fucking groundwork and ingested every bit of education he could out of you know what i'm saying yeah. to to move forward or to have just that that more well-rounded um not opinion, but just uh, like you need to have. He could every see, single weapon to. I'm not a fucking wordsmith like he was. He'd be no, blasting right God, through this yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he wanted to, you know, know every perspective of that subject, right? And every everything surrounding that perspective of that subject, just to have a clear thought on what the outcome could possibly be, right? You know. Yeah, and you know. We're talking about a guy who, I mean, he was basically, he was an only child. Okay. Right? He didn't have, you know, like, so he entertained himself by reading and learning. He, he got, apparently, the reason that this all happened was because his mom had a bunch of, um, like, Chinese and Japanese-influenced art hanging all over the house. Interesting. And he loved it yeah, yeah. so much that he started going looking it up. And all this hmm. stuff, and then started reading all these books, and then it started. He started digging deeper and deeper and deeper, and pretty soon he's the head of the the Zen Society or some shit. When yeah. he's fifteen years old, he's like keeping all the minutes from their meetings and something. What? Or like, was that in San Francisco or where was that at? That was in Kent, I think, where he was born, like in England. Oh, that's right. He was yeah. He's English. Um, yeah. Yeah, for his childhood, and then what? Yeah. What year did he move out here? No, the reason I'm asking. Born there's, in there's, two th- he was born in 1915, so he was in England, and I don't know how long he was there, but I don't think he came over here until he was like he traveled east first. That's the thing. Okay, okay. He he, first, he went and like and like hmm. lived it for a while. Do you know what I mean? But then he came here. Let's see here. Um, no, the reason I was bringing it up, I knew he was in Berkeley for some matter of time. He was doing stuff on Berkeley radio and all that shit, San Francisco area. That was there's when a Zen he was center married to his second wife. Yeah, there's a Zen center in like this valley out, uh, little ways out of the city. There, I, I was wondering if that was what he was associated with. So he was he was still at home around there, going to schools and stuff when he was 21. So he would have still he wouldn't have been in the was, U.S. before then, but um, yeah, like he came here to become a Christian priest. That was when he lived in like around Chicago. I think he went to some seminary in like Evanston. Hmm. And then uh, that's where he met. That's fucking wild, dude. I think that's where he met his second wife. Um, so and she done turned him out, right? <laughs> like you ain't gonna be no priest. Here we go. No, she they. She, he already was a priest. He completed 
his master's his of theology or something like that, whatever it is. Yeah. Graduated from that college. And yeah, I couldn't go that far into it. Man. He's got no. crazy, but that's the thing is he's got crazy college degrees. Like, but being being a, a legit fucking priest means you have to believe in the shit, right? Which he was not of that realm necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know how much of sciences he was into too. But he went and got some sort of quantum physics <laughs> degree and shit. Like, right, right. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like if you're just trying to learn about something, you wouldn't necessarily become a Chase priest. Chase it all the way to the end. <laughs> you know <laughs> why not, man? But like, if you're gonna become a priest, you need to practice what you're preaching. Type scenario, right? Oh, I like the pun. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. You like <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a hitter. Uh <clears throat> but with all in all seriousness, how could you legitly become a priest and be skeptical as fuck? Yeah, I mean, just because you got to play the mind experiment the Eastern... of like, like I always joke about, because I would sometimes wake up every day and look out the window and say, "Oh, the the pixels look beautiful in yeah, the simulation." Well, yeah, so <laughs> you—that's one way to if you you know put yourself into it. Go all Daniel Day Lewis and shit. Right, right. And uh, <laughs> you become an Episcopalian priest and have your master's in theology from a seminary somewhere. Hmm. And now you can equally speak on. I mean, that might be the only way to get a, a gainful education in that field at the sure. time. Or just to gain the perspective of, and this is. Uh, to to a huge swath of people, this is their image of God. Right. 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 Yep. And his image of God is based upon kind of all of that, like I said, just braided together in this stew of, you know, like all angles and, you know, it's kind of it's very well thought out. How's that? It's a it's such more thought out than anything I've ever been able to put together. Yeah, man. Because I don't have the that you know depth of my knowledge like he did. That's it. That that's to you make know. to draw these comparisons, which makes so much sense. And it's just uh, we'll we'll take a break here in a second, but it, it's just fucking wild. Like he can string these fucking things together. Yeah, but not only just string them together. He ties them all together too, and at the end of the fucking story, he's like explaining like seventeen of these things, how they're all fucking oh yeah intermingled with each other yeah, and then you're just like what brings the it all back together fuck like how how long did you take to fucking uh, mastermind this fucking symphony of fucking wordsmithing, dude, and like just bringing all these points together with one final fucking like yes point to like. Yep, Make just all ties this knot at the end of it. Yeah, dude, it's fucking nuts. Boom! There's the bow on the on the present. So, uh, yeah, let's grab a break real quick. My brain's starting to hurt a little bit already. Little bit, so yeah. it does when I yeah. listen to uh, and think about whatever he's talking about. Shit's <laughs> <It's> fucking <laughs> nuts. All right, let's take a break. Yeah.
What's up, everybody? Scott from Shit Gets Deep here. Just wanted to take a quick minute. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, check us out, shitgetsdeep.com. Questions, show ideas, suggestions, hate mail, whatever. Love to hear from you guys. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Well, I don't know. Maybe we're not on Facebook. I don't know. Check it out anyways. See if we are. Anyways, man, uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, back to the show. What's up? Cheers. Okay, we're back. Get all these buttons hit. Everything back to fucking normal. Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cracking beers and cracking beers, cranking them. Cranking beers over here. <laughs> Tossing a couple back. Hell yeah. So, what else do we know about this fucking crazy motherfucker that we're talking about? <laughs> I know that when I first heard anything that he did and said, yeah, and then I had to read a book because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, He pretty much changed with the the angle that i look at life I, and i could never go back can't see it how i used to see it after i've started to think about the things that he puts out there well let me ask you this because you said uh earlier that your life wasn't or that he wasn't one of the most influential people i wouldn't say like, here's the deal. I, I would say... I, I'm hard-pressed to think of anybody pe- else. Most influential people on me I know. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm saying, like, historical figures. No, I know. But I don't think... he Like, okay, for example, I think Alan Watts... Um, Alan Watts affected me or influenced me more than Les Claypool has. Well, I'd hope so. But that would be a comparison that I would have to make because... I don't know either of them dudes, and I am studying their body of work. Yeah, that's... And I enjoy both of them a lot. Um, and I think Les is smart as shit, too, in his own way, especially when musically. However, I would say that Alan Watts influenced me more, but I wouldn't say either of them are the biggest influences on my life. Well, I, I guess maybe like my perspective on it is um, nobody's brought things to light more profoundly than Alan Watts has done for me, I guess. Like, I, I really can't think, like, there's there's smarter human beings. There's the Einsteins and Teslas and this and that, but... They don't put it the way that Alan Watts does. The way it's pervaded from him is just... Sure. It's very... It's, it's, it's like it's said, everything for dummies, it's said, the book. Well, you know no, what I'm saying? Like, it, it's said perfectly. That's what it is. We're Eloquent. not going to say it's for dummies. I'm not going to say it's for common the common person. I'm not. I'm just going to say that the way he says it can't be said any better. That's exactly it. Really, yeah. and that's I. I'm hard pressed to think of somebody that did that shit better than he did. I, I mean, there's. But here's the deal. I don't know. It's different realms. Yeah, but we probably haven't heard of a ton of people, too. They're very inspirational and this and that. 
he just happened to i mean think about it the time when he was prolific was you know a 20 ish year span mm-hmm. that ended in 1973 yeah so you're talking about from the 50s till the 70s this dude was out there doing it yeah i he just uh early 70s his his way of making it relatable is better than I've seen out of anybody else in public figure speaking. Um, yeah, just you know, in any realm. Yeah. Honestly, you know, uh, the way I the way I think about Watts is in this like in this arena where it's people talking about what is life and who is God and. Are you what's at, the meaning have, what is yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, or does the meaning mean anything is, yeah or is the meaning say. just be enjoy the fact that this is you like enjoy this enjoy we know one thing we're here to witness something whether it's just whether it's us living that, right that's, whether it's good bad and it doesn't otherwise. matter it doesn't matter anyway that it is really yeah. and there's an interesting like you know that's the zen type of thing that like is being infused into what he's saying but mm-hmm. what's interesting is that um you know when when you listen to him talk about what that is like i said it's never really this you know it's definitely making you see something a certain way or look at it multiple ways but it's not um it's not it's not like there's no proselyt prophetizing going on do you know what i mean it's it's literally just like a you're using alan watts words now i don't understand what you're talking about well he he ain't preaching (laughs) right yeah you know he's not towing a certain line no he's He's just saying hey just take one minute and see this like this that's why i was saying he's so like in the middle on everything because he's saying hey this is the perspective of this this is on the other side of the fucking shit this is their perspective yeah and then, like, what's the point of it all? And then he gives you something thought-provoking that he leaves you with. And yeah. you're just like, what the fuck? But, yeah. Holy and, shit. And he'll say, but like, what if there is no point? Yeah. And also, it's okay that there is no point. Yep. All of the above yeah. is correct. Right. <laughs> like, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> right. You know? Like, I'm sure we could have sat around and listened to, the, you know, you know, Plato and these guys talking about this shit. And we would have been equally as impressed, probably, by what they were saying because I don't know their thought-provoking thoughts were very groundbreaking at the time as well. They were, but you had to you had to be at some no echelon of we're just learnedness. Lucky. We're just lucky or, that we get to hear it, what Alan Watts said, right? But like I'm saying, with you know the intellectuals, you know of past and present. You you have to be on a certain level of something to understand what they're fucking with. With Alan Watts, it was very cut and dry because he explained things so fucking well that you could be a layperson and fucking sit and be like, okay, this makes sense to me. What all these motherfuckers over here rambling about, the way they're putting it is not conducive to my thoughts fucking yeah. working with this, you know? Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I I just think he's by far, you know, as as far as his speech, his delivery, 
and the way he ties everything together. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of a speaker or a writer or, you know, philosopher, any of that, that's pervade things better than he has or more effectively than he has, I guess. Not better. Right. You know, with a neutral mind state yeah. the whole time. Sure. You know. And what's what's real interesting, like I said, is how relevant pretty yeah. much everything that he spoke on continues to be because it really is the kind of timeless kind of thoughts that take place that like it doesn't matter when you're considering death or your birth or what happened in between there or whether one leads into another or whether one doesn't well he's talking about shit that's all relevant to life period yeah why the fuck are we here yeah the at its basis right any human being should Somehow be contemplating that at yeah. some point in their life, whether it only be for a few minutes of their whole fucking lifespan, or they dedicate their whole fucking lives to, because this is the mystery that we know nothing yeah. of on one side or the other. Right. That's the real, the real important point is most of the stuff that he's speaking on doesn't have an answer. That's exactly it. It's, it's all, all perspective conjecture because and, nobody knows and nobody's going to know and nobody's going to go and come back and tell us about it. You know, it's the, the other one I, I love. He di- he dives into the ego so much. A lot, yes. And uh, man, you know, unless you really start drilling down, you don't think about how much ego plays into things that you would never think it plays into unless you actually sit and ponder about. You yeah. know, I was driving today on the expressway, construction lane ends. What's this fucking dickhead do? There's a semi truck in front of me. The lane to the left is ending. Yep. This guy passes me, and he can go between me and the semi truck, but he just keeps going right past the semi truck. And I mean, nearly clipping the barrels the whole fucking way. Yeah. Just to get in front of the semi truck for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's ego right there. Yep. Hundred percent. I can do. I, I, I can do a, this. I can. I can. You know. That's also, not a, that's not a mistake. I can also kill this guy and myself and possibly others behind me by doing this shit. This fragile thing we fucking call life. I could end it just for me to to make the point of getting yep. around this fucking truck. Like you know. I'm just like, wow. Amen. That's fucking. That's crazy. I if, know. If you sit and like, if you really think piece about things it. together like that. Yeah. What the, what difference was made there really? But the. The cool part about it was that was a very pure, un, nothing to do with Alan Watts. I mean, I've been thinking about it all day because sure. that was our subject matter. Sure. But um, it was just a pure organic thing that happened and yep. then sent me down like this trail of thinking. I'm like, wow, yes. that is fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that just fucking played out in yeah. my brain, but. Well, you had Watts. That's, you had Watts on the mind. Less, that's right. I'm like, why would this fucking guy do this? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, the dude just fucking. He's always racing around. It's like, where the fuck are you racing to, dude? Yes. We're not going anywhere. We're just here. Yeah. You know, you are where you are at all times. Yep. Whatever, but <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, I the one of the things that I really, really enjoy um, is that he has a really interesting way. Of basically saying, you know, we're all kind of pieces of shit. He always calls us rascals. Yeah, he for said, no he says, fucking reason at he, all, too. Yeah, you know, he and but that's his whole point is like, 
you know, that's, you know, he makes this whole, like, lays out this statement that he goes, and that's, that's assuming that us ourselves aren't rascals, which is rather long odds. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the way he always calls us, like, like says, you know, you blame, you know, you know, blame the rascals, blame, you know, yep. the, blame yourself. Like he, and he does this thing where it's like, you guys have to understand, I'm, you got to come at this from a point you can't come with this up from standing on a pedestal yeah, yeah you need to understand that you are you know down here digging in the dirt just like everybody else and that's the interesting thing to me is like he's not coming to this from this real pure standpoint he's saying hey you know we all we all have our things you for know? sure and that's ego right there and a big part of it is he you know a lot of times he'll talk about like the way you think about things do you know what i mean you if you Come at it from this very cavalier place where you are, your your chest is puffed up and stuff. He explains that you know you can't see certain things, so you'll never understand yeah. this over here if you can't let that go and look at it from the outside perspective, basically. And you know, kind of how he I end up thinking after listening to him. You know, like the 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 thing being is if you can see all sides of something. You know, you already sympathize with the person who doesn't see it your way. Yeah, you're, you're already yeah. like, I, I know, like, I get it. You, it's in a weird way. I'm not trying to di- like discredit what you're saying, but I've already thought about that. Right. I've I've been covering my angles here. Sure. You know. Yeah. Also, I'm not opposed to the fact that you may have bring out some viewpoints that I did not consider at all. Well, and that's just it. A lot of people don't want to hear anything. Right. Unless, or, but what they think and what they think only and what they believe. But no, I, that whole ego thing cascaded earlier today. And I'm just like, ego is the only reason competition is even yep. a thing. Competitiveness. Well, do you agree with Trying me Trying to that, do better than somebody else, right? Yeah. Do you agree with me that it's also very important in its own right? Yes and no. Because, you know... I feel like right now... There's no let's, way let's, we get here without it, though. You know what I'm saying? Yes and no. Um, Just, for example, technology. Technology. So, where we're going with technology is fucking absurd. And I don't think it needs to go this far. No, no. But, quite literally, all that is is competitiveness. Trying to one-up yeah. the person... That is one-upping everybody else right now. We get here because we want the next shiny thing. But to what end, though? Like, I know. My thing is, like... At a certain point, it... It's going to reach a threshold to where this is... At a is, certain point, you, you usurp what was good. But and like, now you're doing what is better for no means or, or end. That's correct. Right? You're just... Like, for, for example, for I'll never need a better, cooler thing than this iPhone. Yeah, but this one's like people look at mine and like, God damn, look at that dinosaur, <laughs> right? But I'm like, I, well, I don't need the 15 plus Pro, yeah, you know, X Factor, whatever the new one is called. I don't. It, this is I'll never need anything more than this. Nope, does, this does everything I needed everything to do and more. Like, so this this whole like thing, I've heard it, you know, several times with different people talking about like it's almost like we're just ants marching. Towards this, like, we just don't even know why we're walking along carrying these leaves. Like, we're just doing it because the guy in front of us is doing it. But I feel like, so, you know, and I equate a lot of this 
to to musical things as well. Like okay, when you know you're constantly worried more so about one upping the competition, you're not putting what you're supposed to be putting in it to begin with. You're not putting your soul into it if that's what your calling is. You're not putting your hundred percent. You're more worried about somebody on the sidelines stealing your thunder. Or are you trying to one up them to get better record sales? Like, right. do things for a, a a purpose. Do things for a reason. Don't do things just to one up and compete with people to try and puff your ego up. But at the same time, because iron sharpens no, iron. But there's no point in doing the shit unless you're in it 100. percent In some cases, there is though. I don't see it. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, here's I that. don't see what good's gonna look if if I'm listening to music. I don't want to hear something that's less inspiring but has more record sales. I don't give a fuck about the record sales. Well, you're, or, we're looking at this at the wrong way then because I well, I'm I'm wasn't even thinking of record sales. Well, I'm just I'm you're just saying, saying in popularity? No, no, I'm just saying like they're more worried about making money or shit like that. I'm saying but you got to think about this. Then they are When it comes to innovation, when it comes to let's say well, it, it's all the same. But look, if if you're making new technology, you're trying to profit over the other person, just like Samsung and fucking iPhone. I'm just compete. saying, do we don't get to this point in of us being able to have this simple and easy of a life without a whole bunch of ego going into that shit. Well, and that's that's part of the problem too, because with with good, there's always got to be some kind of bad, and there's not a lot of bad comparatively. To world history no. right now. So I feel like things are just getting Yeah, it's safer to be alive. Proportionally now than... out of fucking control. We're, we're just but there's a cycle. We're, we're finding things to to make bad because there has to be that other side of the coin. So there's a there's this circle, this you know, repetitive cycle. Yeah. The loop. And it goes hard times. Make good men. Good men make soft times. Soft times make bad men. Bad men make hard times. Hard times. And it just continues and continues. So maybe we've... The the fact is that pendulum swings back and forth and what? back and forth. So when everybody gets it super easy, now... Everybody gets soft, and everything gets shitty, and everything gets shittier. Well, that's what I'm and saying. It becomes out of convenience and all this stuff, and all of a sudden, all that falls apart because everybody wasn't on their minding their p's and q's, and boom! Now all of a sudden, everything comes crashing down, and shit's a bitch again, and then that turns into making hard men, which make good times, yeah, which make you know I'm not gonna say weak men, but it just it. it it's this cyclical thing, and I think I really kind of, I mean, I kind of see it in a way. Like, like I said, you know, we talk about we don't know what the hell's going on from a few hundred years back. Plus, anyhow, we'll n- never really truly know. Yeah. But it seems to be that that's the case, and you have to agree. It's times have never been simpler than that we know of. But so. here's you can't always have good because good without bad. 
you lose the the meaning of what good actually fucking is. Well, look, man, you know I'm coming at you from a devil's advocate. Because if everything's right now, if, but what I'm saying because though, you know I think right now we're stuck in a fucking shit like in the shit of it because of greed and because of ego and because of we're at the, we're far over the top of that bell curve where we're on. It seems like we're on the downside, right? right. But what I'm saying though, if you always have good, you eventually don't know what bad is. And sure. there has to be something on that other side of the coin to, yes. to make you understand that this is a good thing and this is a bad thing. If you always have the one, you you won't be able to judge what that is at a certain point. So in a very to bring it back to Watts, something I've took taken away from Watts, which I realized, which was I spent a lot of time, you know, I've been very frank about it on here where, you know, where depression I dealt with. And one of the things, and I I will give it to the Watts of this. He made he lightened that up a lot of times just in the thought of seeing things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that he always says is this: the goal is not happiness. Happiness happens. Sadness happens. You have to have your a, goal. A mix of both. Your goal is to be content. That's right. Is that the that's the line that goes right down the middle mm-hmm. between happiness. And sadness, or bright and dark, contentment's right in the middle, and you want to live in that contentment where everything's good. I don't have nothing to bitch about, but right. you, like you said, you can't have happy because happy is a deviation off of that line. It goes up. Yeah, you can't just have the up, right? Just as the same as that is not going to go the other way either. That the the you go down on the other side. It's going to come back to that middle line. You're never going to stay there where it's all going to be sad. And that's part of the problem, like what I was just talking about. Where we are right now. If you're unhappy too much, if something unfortunate happens, it could be the slightest of things. But it seems like the world's ending. You could tumble down a fucking deep hole. You know what I'm saying? Like You kind of got to be centered when it comes to the shit because you get too much of one thing. You're fucking spoiled then. Yeah. And then then you start getting a little fucking wonky, you know? Yeah. When something minimally unfortunate happens. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know. <laughs> like the, the slightest of thing can just tilt your fucking setup to the wrong side and you just ah you fucking lose it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and having that fucking here's the plus side, here's the minus side, fucking flowing right in the middle, boom. Yeah. You know? Yep. Keep it even. Keep it even. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. No, it's uh I fucking I I love, love, love the fucking thought provokingness. Not just Alan Watts. I mean, there there's yeah, a lot there's of fucking, a lot of people who have a lot of good things to say. But the most digestible person spitting the shit is Alan Watts. Yeah. So he's my recommendation. Anybody's obviously we we've been blowjobbing Alan Watts this whole fucking episode, but yeah. All in good hey, right. We said we 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 shine a light on the fact that we ain't all perfect. It's not like Alan Watts had all the answers. Right, However, right. he like I do want to really hammer home the fact that for some reason he seems to be the person who said it best. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So when it comes to the world of people who have decided to spend time breaking down what we maybe think about might be going on here. Yeah. If you want to compare them to the world of comedy, Alan Watts is the Dave Chappelle 
of like <laughs> modern day, you know, philosophizers. Hmm. Because okay. Chappelle just seems to say everything the right way. Do you know what I mean? Like Not he's always. the best. He's the best at like making you understand what he's saying. Like he lays it out in this. Like you could said, the easily digestible. Yeah. Like yeah, there's yeah. no way to not see what he's talking about. Yeah. He is the best at that. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever just heard the relatable one. way of approaching just, things. Uh, just the perfect example where you need an example. You know, mm-hmm. you hit all the the nails right on the head. And I I would very much liken Watts to that like Chappelle level of be speaking. I don't think he's probably ever been com- compared to a fucking comedian. <laughs> well, if you want to just give the parallels of the fact that yeah. they speak in front of crowds of people. Yeah. In that in that comparison alone, there first off, Dave's the goat kind of. I mean, yeah. At this yeah, point, mean, he's he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's hard to so narrow that stuff I would, down, man. I would say Watts if cuz how many other people, you know, have a his body of work like that much out there yeah to be digested by us or how many people you know when you listen to where a you never get sick of hearing their voice you know even after listening to you know hours of it yeah yeah. um b you know there's not often where you don't you know, he'll put together this this thought, and you're at the end of it. You're never left scratching your head. Yeah, there's always a, a banger at the end, and you're just yeah. like, oh, fuck. You're like, God mm. damn it, now i got to think about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was going on before I was born? Yeah. Was Dude. it the same? Was I hanging out at the same place that I go when I die? Like. And listen, if, <laughs> if you don't give this a fair shake. Or is shake, it just eternal blackness on either side? Like, if you don't give these these thoughts, like you're saying, yeah. a fair shake every once in a while in your lifetime, if you can't spare a few fucking minutes to actually say, hey, I wonder what happens after I quit. Yeah. Then none of it's worth it. I wonder what happened before I remember. Right. I wonder, what's the point? What is you the know, point? What is this? Is there a point? Is there a point? Did it? Did this just come out of one of Anderson's random novelty generators? <laughs> yeah, you and know that's where we are. We yeah. we popped out of it. Yeah, I flew out of it right when I squirted into this reality. That's what I'm saying, and you know, to hinge on that, he always puts a very fucking dope spin to bringing you into that thought. Yeah. Because it gives you like a bunch of precursor thoughts to have to fully understand and think about that thought. Right. With perspective. Sure. You know? So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we've been blowjobbing this for a while, well, but... I mean, that was kind of the point of the whole episode. Yeah, um, yeah. The guy really, you know, if you... For any... Re- if you want inspiration, if you want... um you know, a little, a little bit of le- le- a little bit of levity, just every oh, once yeah. in a while. Like, there's something about listening to the dude that makes you go, you know. Are we talking about the dude or Alan Watts? The, yeah, Alan Watts. <laughs> Sorry, not the actual dude. Yeah, but Alan Watts is kind of the dude, huh? Ah, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> guy, dude, bro. He's got that uh, that zenny <laughs> way yeah. about him, huh? Yeah. Well, the the you, be here now fucking deal. What, what's what's really interesting is the 
like I said, anything you listen to could be very contemporary, even though it's been, you know, what, 50 years since the dude's died? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, Damn near 50 years. Yeah. So half a century since this guy has passed away. Still relevant And some of the stuff that he says, for example, that... um, Or stuff they're still trying to figure out. The, if, you know what, if you just go to... um, YouTube and you look up Alan Watts Inception, the exact thing that I'm thinking of right now as I'm saying this will come up. And it's basically when what you realize is he's basically kind of describing like a cell phone almost. He's describing like Mm. basically if you had a box on a desk and you pressed any button, it would let you have all the information in the world and this and that and this and that. And you're you're like, I kind of got that in my pocket right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, well, but he was talking about a very analog type of thing. He wasn't because such saying, thing didn't fucking exist no, to begin with. Nope, yeah, wasn't even close. Wasn't even thought of. Um, but he was probably one of the first people to think of it, or the <laughs> you just know, <laughs> think of the thought of what it would be like if, because in the, in a, in a real strange way, if you were to take this along with you back to 1973, mm-hmm. around the time, you almost. Would have godlike features. There ain't no Wi-Fi anywhere. But Sons no, but, of but no, I'm saying if this was usable, <laughs> yeah, yeah, having this thing gives you some really <laughs> odd, oddly godlike features. What like, kind of McDonald's is this? You have <laughs> no Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> you have it's a shitty ass McDonald's, bro. <laughs> We're shutting this one down. <laughs> Rock and roll McDonald's, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> the line's here, two hours apiece. Oh shit! I, I didn't mean to cut you. No, it's all right. But this, <laughs> if, this would be when you, he was talking. This thing here would kind of give you some of the qualities that he was expressing in that thought that he put out there. I was like, dude, that's Biff's almanac times infinity, pretty much. Really? Yeah. In all honesty. Yep. When it comes down to it, there's a record of everything. There's <laughs> dude. info on everything. There's useless info on a find lot. Find your shit. way everywhere. You can see every single square inch of this earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like you can literally not physically travel, but like kind of mentally travel to any place you want and be able to see pictures on the streets there and look in a 360 view that somebody like. Well, but kind of where I was getting back to, though, man, like the competition, like this is oversaturated. There's too much information. There's everywhere you go, too there's information. Much information it's hard to shut it off is that like duran duran i don't remember dude i have no idea hopefully it ain't aerosmith it's definitely not aerosmith <laughs> but it's duran duran there's just a, a saturation of in, information right now to where obviously yes you can look up anything you anything you, but ever. that keeps your mind going a billion times faster than it should hey, be going i'm not saying whether it's a good or bad thing i'm just saying it's at our fingertips right now like at&t it's yin and yang man you know, you know? it's it's useful it's not useful, and it's both at the same time. You just I, get in there, let your fingers do the walking, and you have every answer to every question you've ever had. Now, that being said... But things start to get watered down. You can't retain all information. For sure, no. It, like, that's the yeah, whole thing. You ever yeah. going to find the end of the internet? You ever going to make it there? I don't want to. <laughs> like, is that Wreck-It Ralph when they go to the end of the oh, internet yeah. or whatever? <laughs> they yeah, bump yeah, yeah. into it like the Truman Show at the glass? <laughs> Dunk. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, we're we're just at an odd time in humanity right it's now. Anyways, definitely. Because we're, we're going into 
It's definitely crazy. Robotic humanity here. I'm I'm and, really uh, really excited at the possibilities of the things that I'm going to see before I'm out of here. I'm excited and scared think, at the same time. Oh, I didn't say in all honesty. Yeah. Didn't say I was thinking it was going to be pleasant, but it's definitely going to be wild. Yeah, we're going to have like the great hard drive revolution of 2079. Do you know what's pretty like, crazy? You know, like, <laughs> is honestly, if, you remember the hard drive wars, bro? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had a KX ninety five thousand with dude, a bunch of bunch of. This fucking terabytes of information. Dude fried my motherboard <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but that's the thing. We can barely sit here and come up with computer terms, whereas this dude was living in a I'm world saying, yeah. that that didn't even exist. Completely non-existent. Right. Like they were still using fucking vacuum tubes to put fucking shit into outer space. Well, dude, they had that big, huge computer that took up like three rooms, and they were feeding punch cards into it. That's at the end of his life, though. <laughs> right. Like quite literally. Yeah. You know. No, I mean. That was Prior like 69, that. 70. Yeah. That basically they started using computing. Yeah, I'm not, sh- I-, I couldn't, somebody's out there probably motherfucking us right now, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure computers were somewhat relevant before that, maybe a little bit, but Dude, not much. You always hear about what the computers were when we shot ourselves into space, and that was in 69 that we landed on the moon. So yeah. we're talking five years later, how, mu- how far could they have come? You know what I mean? It was still these. Computers the size of a house that didn't. I was have, gonna say they took up that one didn't building shit that my phone's got in it instead of one point two buildings. Right, right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, clunky as fuck. Well, there's a law for that, right? Isn't there the the, the it's every two years or whatever computing doubles like technology curve? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's got a name too, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what the fuck is that? Called? I don't know. I can look at something. It somebody's law. Uh, let's see. I don't know. It's not Dunbar's number. That's the amount of people you can remember in your head. It is shit. Let's see. Moore's Law. Moore's Law. Yep. That's what it is. Moore's Law. Because all we want is more, more, more. That's the problem. More computing power. Needs more power. <laughs> Upgrade. Upgrade gonna kill us. Turbocharge that bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's go. <laughs> put, a, put a fan on it. Um, no, mine's liquid cooled, <laughs> dude. You know how, how long I had to save up money for this liquid hey bro, cooled. We, uh, on a, on a on a computing note, if we're gonna go here, we 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 just got Harrison his rig. Okay, ordered it and it's well, on its way. What'd you pick up? We went with an HP Omen. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Good hopefully, shit. he'll have fun doing whatever he's doing on it, gaming, and I'm gonna write. Taking over gonna, the world. I'm going to type things out on it and use its word processing. I'm going to use it for spell check. But yeah, he'll be able to use it for spell check too. But yeah, yeah, dope. The main the main objective was to a have a computer to use for school from here, hopefully yeah, yeah. for a while, and then b. Well, you said he wanted to get into like building them and shit a little bit. Yeah, right? he knows he can like add on to them and shit. Upgrade like, so them. what really funny was like we start looking for him, and I know. Just judging from you know the specs that you gave me, um, shout out Dauber, thanks for the fucking info. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the what we were looking for, and his his mom's like, oh look at this one's got 
like these cool lights, and he's like, "That's just a case. It's like forty bucks. I already looked it up for sure." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's don't like, get wild by lights yeah, because so they don't mean fuck all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she's looking at it like, "Well, what about this one?" And he's like, "No, no, no, no. Those are bells and whistles, and I'm looking for uh, the money's going into power. video card and fucking processing. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's cool. We got uh, we got any other shit we want to hit on this uh? Alan Watts related, I'll say Subjecto. no. I literally squeezed the the rag dry of every last drop of water that was in it. If you uh my Alan Watts info. If you people in listening land don't already know about Alan Watts and you survived through this whole fucking episode. And you didn't take time to go listen to one of those little three minute long things yeah. saying this is what your mind does to you. These are the mind tricks that it plays on you. Yeah. So if if you listen to this whole thing and still don't look up who Alan Watts is if you don't know who he is. We're losing faith. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. No, no. I'm not. But he, you know what? The guy might help you help you out in some situation that you got rattling around in your brain on accident. So, Well, and just to, you know, not everybody runs into everything. So I figured put this one out there just for people that haven't heard of him. Sure. Shed some light on, you know. Something that could be very interesting to you and could, you know, change your life potentially. Be truthful. You know that I've bored countless people over my lifetime talking about Alan Watts mm-hmm. and telling them that they should listen to Alan Watts and or at least read an Alan Watts book. And because I think it'll make you know it'll lend to you seeing things in a different light, yeah, possibly yeah. making you a better person. If every single person that I so this was just you going, I know Tyner's done this to a million people. I'm just going to give him the opportunity <laughs> to do it over a vast, broad fucking stretch where I can reach everybody all at once. So like, yep. let's give him the opportunity because I, I will say that. Like, I really do believe that even if you you don't have to like subscribe to anything he says, but if you just do spend some time to see things a different way, yeah. like I, I I don't see how it isn't a, a positive net game out of that when. You know, like you might gain some perspective on somebody that you have never thought of a certain way. And now it's like, yeah, maybe that guy's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, you know, most people that I know would benefit from checking it out. I know some people and no offense to them people and they wouldn't take offense anyways, I don't think. But they're a very, I go to work, I come home, I drink, I go to bed. I go to work. Sure. I come, like, don't think about nothing else. Don't ever go on vacation anywhere. Don't try anything new. Just very routined out, and that's all you're getting out of them from... Lenny Lemming. From today until the day they die, <laughs> you know? Sure. And, you know, that's fine. You do you. I do, that's... Yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I, I, I'm not going to sit and call you a bad person for not experiencing the world and doing things. You, Maybe Science you know Scott's some- calling people lemmings right now. Maybe you know something that I don't know, and I'm fucking. <laughs> hey, man, we've always said I'm overdoing it, and you're just kind of zen out. Ignorance and drilling <laughs> farts into your couch. I know creates a big fucking sloppy smile on your face, and they seem to be way happier than we are sometimes. Like the fucking the deep thinkers, they're always troubled. The and then you got the Winnie the Pooh types that are just like, yeah, hey, oh yeah, okay, here we go. It's the storm yeah. cloud. All right, yeah, cool. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right. Well, here we go. Yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so many modes of transit. 
Yeah, yeah, just kind of bouncing off everything, not realizing anything. Not. However, Alan Watts will get you to think about each and every one of those folks. For sure. You know? For sure. So, different strokes for different folks. Amen. I always say it. I always preach it. So, hey. That's right. Um. Yeah. So, uh, shitgetsdeep.com, 510-get-deep. Uh, text, voicemail, all that shit. Drop us some stuff, uh, social media stuff, blah, 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 blah. That's all I got. Old school shout outs. Send those old oh, yeah, school yeah, yeah, shout outs. Yeah. yeah, the uh, the old like 97.9 hot <laughs> list. People will call in. And then we'll read your old school shout outs on the air, live. If, live and if, direct. If they're good enough. They yeah, got sure. They got to make the cut. All right. Anything you'd like. Get at us, folks. Yeah. So uh, that being said, let's uh, get the fuck out of here. Amen. Peace and love. Cheers. That's it. Another episode in the books. Want to give a quick shout out, of course, to my fucking crew because they're the shit. Without them, I would not be able to do any of this. And next, I would definitely like to thank you guys for listening. There's no reason for us to do this shit otherwise. So... That being said, be fucking nice to people. Don't be an asshole. Quit littering. Try and do some fucking good. Don't be a dick. Anyways, subscribe. Do all that stuff. Yeah. Have fun, guys. Till next time.